The way to make money in hospitality is to hire as few people as possible to do the job and then work them as hard as possible, right? Well, not according to Craig Poole, a hotel owner and investor who has a radically different approach to staffing, something he calls the Singapore theory. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. Craig Poole is the president of Reading Hospitality, which owns and operates the Doubletree Hotel in Reading, Pennsylvania. He's a three-time Hilton Connie Award winner and was recognized as General Manager of the Year by the American Hotel and Lodging Association. In today's episode, you're going to learn why he hired more than 200 people to run his 209-room hotel. And as Craig explains, he's making money doing this. It's not just a feel-good story. We're doing well. If you win the Connie Award, you also have to have the highest star report index as well. There's a lot of criteria besides being a nice hotel. We're rated real high. I don't know the percentage anymore, but in TripAdvisor, we were rated 27 in the country. And this is being done by 208 people that work in a hotel. 208 people for 209 rooms. Yeah, it's the Singapore theory. When I was young and I was running lots of hotels, they talked about hotels in Singapore, how great they were, four-star, five-star, because they had one person per room. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to do that because one, we own and operate the hotel and I can do whatever I want. So I did. I said, I'm going to hire 208 people. And here's the fun thing about it. I hired 92% walk to work, meaning 92% of the people live in the second poorest city with the second highest crime rate. So these people never have even been in a hotel like this before. They never ate food like this before. They never used China glass and silver like this before. They never had the uniforms and they never were treated like this before. And I hired about 60 people had felonies because when you work, when you live in a poor city with high crime rate, you have felonies, right? So these people that people don't want to hire are the same people that are number one in the world. They're Connie Award winners. Yeah, it's amazing. 208 rooms, 208 employees, right? So let me explain that to you. And I learned this is the confidence of your life. When I was the vice president of a company, and we owned a company, I said, look how much money we spend in workman's comp, lawyers, unemployment, and insurance fees. I said, if I can eliminate those, how much money will I make? The only way I knew how to eliminate it was to put enough people on so I wouldn't have people getting hurt and injured, and they like coming to work, so I don't have turnover. So I have very little turnover credible loyalty, zero lawsuits, zero anything. So I can afford to pay them and more people so they have better jobs, so I can grow our business. And it works. And probably at a corporation, I'd be fired now because they don't want to do what I do, but they should do what I do because we're sustainable. We're eight years into the business. Last last inspection, we were at like a 98 point some percent for it looks like a brand new hotel inside. I wish you could walk through. You don't get number one if the hotel looks beat up. So I have an asset no. that looks brand new. The only thing we have to do is 
keep replacing the standards all the time. But I'm not fixing walls. I do it every day because I have enough people to do it. <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> but it's a really interesting approach because the typical private equity-driven real estate hotel operations model is always squeezing every cent of anything out of it. So it's And you've spoken to this in other podcasts where if a housekeeper can clean 14 rooms, why can't they clean 16? And it's always about squeezing more and more. You've yeah. totally flipped the model on its head. Yeah, I clean 11. Still. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I met with an autistic group yesterday, and they're going to come in. And I pay, I don't I have a lot of autism and Down syndrome here, maybe well twenty people, and I pay them the same way I pay everybody. I don't take any. I don't want anyone to say I ever paid somebody because of government subsidy. I pay it because I want to pay it and do it. So I'm meet, I'm meeting now with an autistic group, and we're going to put two or three autism adults into cleaning rooms. I did this before in another hotel, by the way. And we had zero complaints. They show up for work. They, it costs you more money to clean a room, but it costs you a lot of money to give away a room. It costs you a lot of money to have a dirty room. It costs you a lot of money to have turnover. So it's how how do you want to spend your money? I'm a hospitality guy that doesn't know anything about the private equity people. I, I really don't care about them. I'm a private guy trying to change a world and be successful with a lot of people and change the community I live in. And it is. Changes families. Imagine if you had someone autism, someone Down syndrome, and all of a sudden they had a job and they're working with me or with us. The joy that it is, people brag about it. And they're the Connie Award winners. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. Com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 